We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. I'm back with the two guys that helped break the news on Saturday on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, and that's where you can find this video as well. If you're not in audio form, of course, like and subscribe. Hit that smash, smash that like button. Uh, you know what the the key is? I, I watch all these kids uh, in these like toy videos because my kid likes them on YouTube. It's all he likes to watch. Doesn't appreciate the fine art of a story being told. The writer's strike won't affect him as long as you know some fucking Kimmy the clown can tell us what you know. That's a real person. Um, but they're always like, if you think that Zoom is your favorite, hit the thumbs up. And, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like they're doing a good job at engagement. So if you like uh, if you like the Packers, hit a thumbs up today over on the YouTube. Um, I will take some voicemails on Adrian Griffin, 402-915-BART. You can send those on the Carl's Place voicemail line, carlvt.com slash Bart. I think that people are, like, rushing to have an opinion. Let's just see how we coaches first is my overall opinion. I know that's kind of lazy, but Jesus Christ, what else are we supposed to do? Uh, Paul, take it away, buddy. How are you? How are Grant? How is things? How is everyone? How is, how is life? Lovely. Good. I'm, I'm not doing well, so I'm going to hide behind mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to cope. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I know. Everyone always just says, oh, great. Everything's great. Everything's good. And everything is good. But No, I, well, I got to go find the video when uh, Hunter – was doing his podcast with you? Yeah, Hunter Baumgart had a. He had me on a podcast, and he's like, "All right, Bart, how are you?" I go, "Not good, dude." And he's like, <laughs> "I'm like, well, it's COVID. It fucking sucks." He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, but he just yeah, whatever. I always think of that. You say yeah, no, good, I, or you say fine, and if you're terrible, you say fine, and we move on. I'm we fine, I'm fine, doing good, doing good. But if you're, but if you're less than fine, what do you do then? You say fine. You say, Did you see fine. there was a story? I this is I guess this is true where someone was not fine. Tommy Dreamer was going to kill himself at WrestleMania 17. Well, this just went extremely dark. No, Look I look it up. He was going to kill Paul Heyman and then himself. Allegedly? No, he's done article. He's done interviews about it. I, I'm not going to try to segue that into an mm-hmm topic. Oh, you shouldn't, but look it up. Just type Murders. in Tommy Dreamer and Paul Heyman. Murders. Also, Bart, you're, you, I almost, 
I decided not to text you. I, I saved it for here. You trolling AEW on Sunday night really made me angry. What I do? Oh, yeah, I figured it did. Well, there were no fans there. It's the hard cam. You don't, don't give me that bullshit excuse. Do you want me to? It's the same thing at WWE events. And number two, I'll send you a picture of the crowd. Oh, no, you still fill in the auditorium. The sp- the only sparse part in the entire crowd is that section where the hard cam exists. You're being a jerk uh, uh, unnecessarily. I, the- I got to tell you right now, I am out on AEW. All right. We're going to have to change the topic or I'm not going to get through this. A death match where a guy kicks a guy and then fireworks go off? Come on, stupid. Did you, did you watch it or are you just watching like a short clip? I ain't paying 50 bucks for this shit. Fireworks did not go off. He put an exploding hey, device. Hey, let's play 50 bucks for a seven-hour pay-per-view. And then have some – Let's AEW's always like, hey, here's the big reveal. And instead of it being like Drew McIntyre or someone that I know, it's always like, oh, but to, like, to understand AEW, you have to watch New Japan Pro. Like, fuck that. I'm not I'm – not, I'm not going balls deep on Will Ospreay just so I understand what the fuck the elite is. Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay is amazing. Um, and you're on neutered Jay White worse than WWE would have. I just, yeah, you're 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 out of your element here, Donnie. No, you're too uh, much of a dork about it. Well, I mean, it's built on a hardcore audience. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose, right? So, all right, Grant, you're mm-hmm, mm-hmm, on this thoughts. Yes, I'm, mm-hmm, I'm not watching a seven hour <laughs> pay per view, but it's the same logic it was, that makes it was, me anti Marvel. It's like, well, I don't want to watch three Ant Man movies to understand Iron Man seven. That's I don't have. The bandwidth. So yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. There won't be an spoiler Iron alert. Man. They took runaways off of Hulu, so I can't watch that one now. Who stock down so far on Hulu, by the way. Oh my god, how how a great streaming service has fallen. I yeah. out on Hulu. Mm-mm. Uh Bart, you're out of touch also in the sense that AEW pay-per-views are no longer that long. It was less than four hours. So yeah. Now don't you feel silly? Well, less than four. It's still so long. I don't know. I, that that one, whatever. There, I mean, they used to, they used to be long. They've cut them. They down. used to be so long. They used to be too long. It's a it's a AEW. It was a good note. Jay White, this this the hottest free agent of the year, throws him in a twenty man match, and then has Jeff Jarrett in a tag team match. Okay, shit's broken, Paul. Okay. MJF going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns, and you're going to fucking explode. Oh, I would love that. I mean, I, I don't want him to leave AEW, but, like, MJF is the best thing in all of sports or entertainment, period. So he can dethrone Roman Reigns. I'll be totally cool with it. All right, get a question. Man. He's the only one that got, he's the only person in wrestling that uh, deserves it. Yeah. All right. Um, I did text you guys ahead of time. Oh, Brewers, or, Brewers or Bucks. I'm going to start Brewers. Brett? Are you ready? He ain't listening. No, but you can, you can put it in the subject or the header, or maybe you'll do like. No, I've, I've done enough begging for Brett's uh, ear balls. He told me he's not coming back till October, so I'm not. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna. I'm not like. It's, 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 it's like I'm not just like. It's like Brett hired me to do a podcast <laughs> talking about Brewers. Well, it's really it's I I have a couple Brewers topics, but I just want to start with this one. There's all of this contention over the Brewers needs funding. And the pull quote that came out of Manfred's session at American Family Field was, it's a gem of a ballpark. And then if you keep listening to the quote, it's like, well, there's obligations and blah, 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 blah. Bart, you are a proud 
two-time Packers stockholder. Two different times, right? You did it when you were a kid, and then your wife bought you one. In or is that right? Have you have you done this twice? Have you? No, I got on the ticket list when I was a kid. You didn't do the '97 stock sale or the other ones. No, but I do have dirt from Lambeau Field in the '90s. Oh, the, you did the dirt, and then you did the stock sale that your wife. Well, bought. the dirt was actually a present from my in-laws. Uh, okay, it's in my freezer right now. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Well, my topic for you is people would drive up Grant and buy dirt. It was like, yeah, it's like you know when you drive up and like get a turkey from somewhere or something. Sure. Yeah. It was, but Lambo was giving away dirt, like a chicken queue type of thing in the parking lot. Jesus. Yeah, and then so some people have like put it in their lawn, and it's like then the Lambo seed is the essence of Lambo. That's weird. It makes more sense than putting in your freezer. I was going to ask why it's in there. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. I think just to preserve it. I did when I was at Fox Sports. I did a story on that like 10, 12 years ago, about all the various places that people have kept their sod. Uh, from Lambeau Field. Anyway, if the Brewers, really is it online still? I don't know. Or did they like Bleacher Report me like like what you would have happened to you? Or it's like by contributing author and then they don't budget. I don't know if I've been wiped from the Fox Sports internet. I don't know. If you could, um, uh, yeah, is this your article, Paul? Uh, but you, I don't know what you're looking. Share at. your screen. The reaction at the time bordered on hysteria. Green Bay Packers fans were desperate to get their hands on a box of frozen tundra turf that had been removed from Lambeau. Cars were backed up for blocks around the stadium. 16 years later, many fans still cherish their piece of Packers history that they purchased for $10 on that cold January day in 1997. We have it in the box in our display case, said 37-year-old Chris Asher, who now lives in Missouri. We're kind of memorabilia collectors. I have a helmet that my husband got that's signed by the Packers team from that year, and Frozen Tundra is right next to that. Anthony Hartle of Sturgeon Bay was four years old when he went with his father to purchase five boxes of sod from Lambo. That sound familiar, Paul? Keep going. I'm I'm enjoying this piece. Whoever wrote it is a freaking genius. Uh, The freezer was replaced last summer, said Brad Rozimski, 31, of Waukesha, and the Tundra didn't make the transfer. I always used to look in there and see this yellow and green box. There are also plenty of boxes of frozen tundra packed away in people's basements. It's got to be down there somewhere, said 33-year-old Nick Johannick of Whitewater. They were just in storage for 10 years. I had it displayed for a while, though. The father of Law and One fan, Troy Hewitt of Green Bay, sold one of his boxes to a pawn shop in Las Vegas for $50. Johannick only got $20 when he sold his extra box to a Packers collector. For those fans who have opened the decorative frozen tundra box in recent years, the contents inside are no longer what they once were. It had grass when we got it. Now it's just dried up dirt. <laughs> Follow Paul Imig on Twitter. I love the delivery. Like I love the news person bullshit delivery that you just have in there to pull out at any time. And I'm sure Paul has it as well. Yeah. that's Well, with job. that, I'm going to take a... a much needed break. All right. Well, we really got to a lot of topics so far. So, yeah, go for it. And we'll be back on the Bart Winkler Show. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back on the Bart Winkler Show. Brought to you by Happy Place Hemp. Promo code is Bart. Hey, so I was telling Grant I did a Reddit search on my name which I haven't done in a while. Okay. And it used to be like, it's more, it's more pro since I got removed from 1250. <laughs> Cause now it's like, Hey, where do I find Packers or Bucks content? Oh, this Bart Winkler guy. And then there was a thread about where to find good Delta eights. And someone's like, I listen to this Bart Winkler podcast and happy place. Hemp is promo code Bart 25% off. So I, geez, I think that I'm pushing people from the podcast but I could be getting random Redditors. That's great. Hey, all that matters is that code is out there and you use it. 25% off your uh, gummies, your tinctures, all that stuff. Happyplacehemp.com, get the Delta 8s, Delta 9s. How many times I, – I, I was listening to one of – I think I was listening to Monday's episode this morning, and I wanted to text you, but I knew we'd be talking. And I was just going to ask you, like, how many times in your first 38 years of life did you use the word tincture, and how many times have you used it since? I don't even know what that oh, is. Oh, uh, Paul, it was the word. That's funny you ask because it was the word that I got knocked out with in the fourth grade spelling bee. No way, for real? No. Okay, I got. You know, uh, you know, it's funny. I do. Do you do you do you remember a word that you got knocked out in a spelling bee with? Because I do. I don't remember, but it was the first round, and I was fucking pissed. I got in the first round in sixth grade, quiche, and I was oh, like, like with a Q, with a fucking Q. They keased your ass in sixth grade? That was mean. Q-I-C-H-E. But in sixth grade, you don't know what quiche is. Q-U-I-C-H-E. I watched a lot of Food Network. I'm just getting water. Don't stop. You knew what quiche was in sixth grade? Yes. I I learned what quinoa was three weeks ago. (laughs) Quinoa. Quiche. Q-U-I-C-H-E. There was not a – was there a Food Network part, though, in 1996 when we were in that grade? Probably. Was there? No way. Uh, you know what I was just thinking about? We haven't gotten to a topic yet. This it is was, more fun. It, yeah, I know. It was formed Sometimes. in uh, it was formed in 93. But I was in sixth grade when the OJ trial happened. Yeah. Yep. And me and my buddies were like 12 years old. And Marsha Clark and Cato Kalin and Johnny Cochran, those were our like 
Tony Stark and Captain America. And like, we we were into that trial, man. We would rush home from school every day and watch at someone's house. And then we would all watch Saturday Night Live and see all the skits. Like, we, that was, <laughs> we watched that shit. We watched that shit in class. Yeah. They were, I mean, those people were all household names. Like, undisputed. Like, even the people of our age at that time. Like, you, it, you knew who they were. Yeah, tw- I just can't imagine a phenomenon. And again, uh, two people got murdered. But I can't imagine something like that that captures the attentions of 12 year, 12 year olds. And and 20 year olds and 60 year olds alike. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really a. I mean, it did divide us all based on. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead, Paul. So I always thought he was guilty. I mean, motherfucker is clearly guilty. Well, the glove didn't fit. Yeah, must have quit. Uh, have you ever seen Grant? Do you, like, do you ever go back and watch when they did like the what what channel did the reenact or not the reenactment, but like the whole was it um, AMC? Did I watched fact? yeah OJ Simpson versus the people. I yeah. watched it all in one set. It was the worst hangover I've ever had. I watched the whole thing. It was awesome. You watched it in one night. I watched it in one day. I never day? got couch. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. All yeah. right. So going, going back to what we first started talking about 45 minutes ago, uh, mm-hmm. I had broached the idea of broach B R O A C H C A G. Yeah. We, uh, I think we, yeah. Anyway, if the brewers were to do a, no, e. a sod sale, a stock sale, some sort of fundraising crowdsourced moneymaker of an event, for $300, you get some sort of experience, you know, nothing that actually costs the brewers money, right? So it's a fundraiser. That would be a success. There, there would be something that the brewers could do stock sale adjacent. Aside from like, hey, here's a new taxation, government, whatever. But they're, they're like, okay, let's go into our brewers marketing room. Like there's there's something that could be successful here. Brewers, well. Brewers fans uh, would participate, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, that Brewers fans would participate, and that it would be a success. And if so, like maybe what would it take to get someone to fork over three hundred ish bucks for some experience to basically donate money? Well, this goes back to what I always say. <clears throat> Grant, you want to say the words out of my mouth? Um, it's not coming. Fuck! I really right. should have these. What? What? Get clue me in. If you could pay. Three hundred dollars. Oh, I don't. To know. guarantee that your team would never move. This, this oh, is yeah. this is my point, right? Yeah. I didn't know where you're going. Classic with Classic bar take. Uh, but this is where this is what I thought about. Like you've always said, like the, the reason that the that stock was sale, also that was rooted in an actual stock sale. What do you mean? Like the stocks were what kept the team in Green Bay. So what if this three hundred dollar experience keeps the? If you're telling Brewers fans right now. For 300 bucks, you get a piece of paper that says you own part of the team. Even though you don't. <clears throat> Easy. But, but all, all you have to do is guarantee they will never move. That's this. I mean, that's what I'm. That's the point of the question. If, if, if it was $300, you get a piece of paper that is irrelevant, but it guarantees that they never move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people would be lined up to fucking uh, Cottage Grove, man. Nice. Grant, 
This would be a success. The Brewers should do By the something. way, that Cottage Grove exit's really taken off, Grant, in the last few years. Hey, if you want to talk about 94 exits. That comfort in's like, where did that come from? Holy yep. fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a very large quick trip and a Culver's. And, and a nice, a, with a brick exterior quick trip. And it's not, it's on its own wraparound drive, so you're not pulling out into track. It's just the quick trip drive. We should we can power rank uh, 94 exits. I don't know. Why Ooh, that is stock, a good idea. Why does stock in the Packers feel so much more prestigious and worthwhile? Whereas because it was it was rooted in something in the 1920s. Yeah, but, it's, but it's but it's sure. So it's the history and it's the brand. If the Brewers did it, we would all mock it six ways to Sunday. Well, we would, but I mean, I would. I don't know. I think I would publicly stand for that one. But here's here's the thing. My, I got a couple accounts and a couple texters from my show who have lined me up as a flaming liberal because I've just been on my show saying like, yeah, guys, we probably need to pay $9 a year on our taxes to keep the brewers here. That's money well spent. Nine, nine bucks or whatever it would amount to annually on your taxes to ensure that the brewers are here through this lease and then hopefully through the next one. I, I don't know. Stock, stock would see, we'd mock the stock. We, we would mock the stock. There it is. There's your hashtag. It's two Packers adjacent. It would have to be something else. Right, that's why it's like, like, it like it's some experience, you know. It's some you get, you get one player meet and greet. You get one, but trip uh, down Bernie's slide. Like that they stay. I'm not just giving three hundred dollars so that I can golf with Paige Sporanic. I mean, I gave fifty bucks so I could get a fucking cutout, and then they stuck him in. That was bullshit. That was bullshit. Fifty dollars for a cutout. Every other stadium is putting them all over the place. That was the whole point of the cutouts is that we could like, it looked like there were fans there and they stick them in the fucking 400s. And the only time they ever show them on TV is when Sophia's like, Hey, here's me and BA and rock. Those guys didn't pay 50 bucks for that shit. (laughs) And then the brewers like gave one to someone on barstool. I'm sure. And John boy had one. Cause all praise be John boy. (laughs) John Boy's good. John John Boy John Boy was whoop, and then aggregation station. Oh sure, every six months he'll do a video. It's like I'm still John Boy, and we're like, that's why we liked you. But then it's always like I'm gonna steal. It's fucking aggregators. I just want to. So for five hundred for five hundred bucks, you get a trip down Bernie's slide, a tour of the stadium, and a certificate that says. Thanks to you, the Brewers will not move. Yeah, I'd pay that. I don't even need the other things. I just don't want them to move. 500 bucks, you get a piece of paper that says thank you. As and not a- only do they not move, <clears throat> but that guarantees you the rest of your life not having to go through all the bullshit. And, like, I, I mean, I go to ESPN.com the other day. They quote Robin Voss. I don't need that motherfucker on ESPN.com. So you'd get 500 bucks for a piece of paper that guarantees the brewers don't move. I don't even need a piece of paper. I just need a piece of mind. Oh, okay. Oh, Very good. What? That's a different spelling of peace, by the way, but it still is. very, very well played. It's amazing what happens when you don't drink for a month. <laughs> He's Which so much. ending tomorrow. It's ending tomorrow. He's man. so much wittier, Grant. Uh, Bart, do you think. I so need much- to start drinking. I wake up like I've been. It's harder to wake up than ever before, man rested i don't think i'm i think i'm like 
It's like I got hit by a truck. You're getting real sleep for the first time in years is what's happening. Yeah. I think I'd rather get drunk sleep. No, but your body would not. (laughs) But when I'm on drunk sleep, I I can get up. Makes the opposite. Yeah. And when I get real sleep, I'm like, I want to lay here forever. No. Being sober is the worst hangover for me. You're rested, bud. And I've not lost any weight, which I'm fucking pissed about. I, I know what I know what I would do is just start drinking again then obviously I think that's what I'm going to start this is just terrible advice don't don't uh, don't it was sarcasm and not only will I start drinking again I think I I'm... should drink even heavier oh geez come on all right so Bart how do you think if like for real though how many people would join you in this line around Amfam field for the 500 bucks for a piece of paper slash peace of mind this would work well, 500 is pretty steep. Three, I said 300 initially. I was just trying to see how high you'd go. Well, Bart can just walk around his white picket fence neighborhood gated community and talk to all the other suburb people. Me in small town, regularville, USA, that's a little steep. That's 300? Steep. It's a lot steep. What, yeah. what was Packer stock? 250, 300, right? 300, but I got it as a gift. <clears throat> I, 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 I also got it, it as a gift. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. Spending 300 bucks on that would, I would just lie. I could just lie on my show and say I was a Packers owner. That's free. That doesn't cost me anything. I got it as a gift, so now I can say it. No, truth. but you can tell. You you can. Like here, like listen to me tell you, I'm a Packers owner. Nah, you're a piece of lying bullshit. Yeah, see, I didn't. I never did it. You can tell. You can see right through the the facade, Grand. I'm a Packers owner. Uh, see, I'm I, a Packers owner. <laughs> I'm a Packers owner. I'm a Packers owner. I watched that uh, episode of Community this weekend. I was in a hotel with cable only, and it was I farted. No, I for the Model UN episode. Yeah, either one of you have seen that show. Community is excellent. Bart, did you watch Community? So good. I watched until they went to Yahoo Screen or whatever the. Fuck. Yeah, that that doesn't even. I don't even consider that part of the show. By then, like half the original cast was gone, weren't they? I stand Chevy Chase. I feel like the public oh, and a lot of people my age are like Chevy Chase is a racist asshole. Which is but, probably, that, but that was a, such a good character. Which is true to an extent, but Dan Harmon also constantly kicked the dog. Like they, it was handled poorly on both fronts, and I feel like well, Dan Harmon seems like he's a piece of shit. Dan <laughs> Harmon is hilarious. Is hilarious. Dan Harmon brought Pierce's dad into the show and made him a racist, terrible asshole, which was obviously him projecting all of the things he felt about Chevy Chase, and then named him Cornelius, which is Chevy's <laughs> real name. Like yeah, Chevy Chase is he's always been a prick. He's also Chevy Chase. So let's. I, don't know. I never, I never connected those dots, Grant. That was uh, before Donald Glover was the Gambino. Mm-hmm. The, the, I felt like Dan, Dan Harmon had one good season in the Community, and all of a sudden he wanted to be treated like he was king of comedy. Do you like Rick and Morty? I don't watch it. I don't either. Isn't the guy that does all the voices got kicked off? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I watch it very sparingly, but it's good. But yeah, I was watching Community. I farted. Anyways, sorry to derail. I think that I think Community is mostly known now as the show where the gif came from of like the walking into the burning apartment. Like I think like if like that's what that's what will remain of it now. Remedial like, Chaos Theory. Great episode. I actually watched that. Look at you. It also actually probably has the best line in the show where Troy takes the purse and he's like, guys, what does a pregnancy test look like? And Jeff is like, oh, it's a stick with a thing on the end of it. And then he pulls out a pistol and goes, oh, so this is definitely a gun out of Britta's purse. I just, that's, 
such a clever line. So here's like an embarrassing story that I'll share with you. I 13, 15 years ago, somewhere in that range, I went to what I thought was a Donald Glover stand-up comedy show. Oh. And he did 15 minutes of stand-up comedy. And then he started playing fucking music. And I was like, you know, and it was the first time he had done Childish Gambino. And here I am annoyed that he's not doing stand-up comedy. And it was like the birth of... Was it good? I didn't... Well, it just was so... I, I don't know. Like it was Probably so far, I was expecting to go to a, a comedy show with the guy from Community, and it was where, where was it? Uh, Chicago, in uh, really close to the Chicago Zoo, because I know I went to the zoo prior, like walkable from there, whatever venue would be in that direction. That is a cool story, not embarrassing at all. I thought well, you embarrassing, were embarrassing in the sense that, like, oh. a Childish Gambino show now would be like a, a thing, and back then it was like, come on, man, just do some comedy, which well, is a terrible thing. Gambino's dead, and so is The Weeknd. Abel wants to kill The Weeknd name, too. His new HBO show is apparently awful. Like, the worst thing. Just Who's? just terrible. Uh, the one with Johnny Depp's kid in it. Or Lily Rose. Oh, Depp. yeah. Right. Okay. I did see that. Which okay, people, are, people are happy about because the director who also did Euphoria, and they just want to see him fail, which I'm down with because Euphoria annoys me. But that's a whole separate thing. Sorry, guys, as you're talking, I opened Twitter and there's this like, there's a clip of Jan- Janelle Monet's new video and I'm like, I need a cold shower. She, I don't like, know when she like, decided that she would just always have her boobs out, but she decided within the last year and ever since they've never gone away. From Atlanta? Am I thinking I'm, of a, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Speaking of Childish Gambino, Atlanta's a good show. Is she in Atlanta? I've only seen a couple episodes. I don't know. Atlanta. Anywho, I don't think that the state, I think the state would make fun of it. The Brewers, the Brewers, even when they do smart, good things, like they get shit for it. The Brewers have cursed themselves a little bit. Yeah, but part of, part of that is you're being influenced by the podcast you listen to called the Bart Winkler Show, where everything the Brewers do is negative. <laughs> Bart is not going to take much Brewers things and spin it positively. Let's be honest. Well, but why is that? Because you're a dick. Mm-mm. Here, uh, Michael Bradley. I don't know if you guys follow him on Twitter. He Mike goes, Bradley, mm-hmm. MKE. <laughs> uh, Mike Bradley, MKE, tweets a lot about, like, Milwaukee urban history and stuff. And he's one of these guys. I, you know, I kind of wait in the mo- uh, waters of urban planning, uh, you know, like oh, the cars, Twitter account. and Infrastructure. He says, uh, with, with regards to public financing, Chris Abley, a Bucks fan, was a key factor in providing county support. This is from an article. Um, I don't know where the article's from. He does one of these things where he posts an article and not where it's from. Bucks leaders were far more. What does adroit mean? Jesus. I don't know. Adroit. Uh, clever. Bucks leaders were far more clever in how they handled state, county, and silly po- city politicians. Peter Fagan was more positive and engaging than Brewers president Rick Schlesinger has ever been. And once the arena was built, the Bucks owners began immediately building the Deer District and talked about that with restaurant, bars, and hotel. The Brewers, by contrast, have never built much around the stadium on the 265 acres of parking they control, even though any development it did would be tax-exempt. The Bucks skilled at getting everybody. I mean, they got Scott Walker to say it's cheaper to keep them. The Brewers... Guys, look, I'm just going to be frank with you. 
I hope you can always be honest with us, Bart. I don't have a Milwaukee Brewers problem. Uh-oh. I have a Rick Schlesinger problem. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> he is not good at his job. Is is Mark good at his job? You have to be a people person, right? You have to kiss buttons. Did, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear this anecdote? So, Grant, you heard me channel my inner Seth Everett about eight teams not playing on Memorial Day. I thought mm-hmm. so much about Seth Everett in the last month. I I don't know why. Yeah, including Herald in American cities, Boston, Philly, New York, San Diego, where the fucking Navy is. You can't give them a game on Memorial Day. So friend of show, friend of life, Matt Pauley tweets, look at this crowd at, at Bush Stadium, 45,000 people. Mm-hmm. The most since opening day on a Monday, Memorial Day. The Royals and Cardinals were scheduled to play Tuesday, Wednesday. They had to go to Major League Baseball and say, we want to play Monday. So they both have off Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Major League Baseball, the ineptitude. I need Schlesinger on the horn figuring that shit out. And I need him if he's not on the horn. I need the Brewers to be like the the thing about Memorial Day, eight teams not playing is something that we can look at and be like, ah, you know, whatever. But in baseball, where we're always like, they do so much to change the game to get people liking it. And then they just are like, fuck, fuck Memorial Day, a day when everybody like is just so used to baseball and needs baseball and wants baseball. But where are those eight teams? Why aren't they making a bigger deal? The Phillies didn't play last Labor Day, last Fourth of July, and this Memorial Day. Why aren't they bitching? Why aren't they making a big stink? You know? So I need these baseball clubs. Like, do you want to make money? 40, 40, and and Monday was like the perfect fucking Milwaukee day. Oh, I I, wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. You got cloud cover as it just got hot. And then if you started to get chilly, the sun came back out. It was fucking perfect. And they all fucked up. And so I have a Rick Schlesinger problem. Uh, I would pay $300. (laughs) I know where this (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, it wasn't, but now it would. I would fucking sacrifice my right arm for that job instead of Rick. Then I would just wear a Bucky Barnes arm. Or a Phil Coulson hand. Marvel. Inky Johnson. Breton tells his voice, and I was like, we don't need a Marvel podcast. I throw in a reference a week, man. There's been a few already this morning. Um, well, now I'm fucking going pedal to the metal because I just watched <laughs> Doctor Strange. It's the multiverse, man. I'm out on the multiverse. It's yeah, it's hard. So our conclusion is that Grant says... Uh, but I would agree with Grant. It would get shit on. Which is ridiculous. But, but you know what, though? To be fair, the Packers one gets shit on, too, especially nationally. Like, it's not like people nationally get what the Packers like. They're, it's always dumb on. Like, it's always like, well, this is dumb. How dumb do you have to be to give paper or money for a piece of paper that means yeah, nothing? It's, like, not, it's, not, it's not mocked by Packers people. It's mocked by the Mike Florios of the world and then Packers fans. Right. I'm like, saying the I national. I'll pay the money if I want. Nobody nobody nationally cares what the Brewers do, but Brewers, Brewers fans would dump on it. Like, the dump would be internal. You know dump. what? But that's dumb. Like, that's, I mean, it's. Sure, sure. But that's, I, but that's what would happen. Let's have a real conversation about this. The difference between the Bucks and the Brewers, the Milwaukee Bucks 
have always been downtown, right? And they've played in three arenas next to each other. You're so big on this, but go ahead. Big on what? You don't know where I'm going. You, you always want everything to be downtown, but yeah, go ahead. You want to finish my thought? You're getting there, but why? Just because you want to, you just, you tell me, go for it. Tell, give me your take. Cause why? Go ahead. My point is the Milwaukee Brewers don't deserve to be called the Milwaukee Brewers. They should be called the Wisconsin Brewers because that's who they cater to. Milwaukee caters to the city. Milwaukee says, if you want to root for the Bucks, you come into the city to watch the team. We saw what the Deer District was. It was a great event. Everybody outside of scary Milwaukee is going to say, you know, they're not going to look at the 60,000 people having fun. They're going to be like, I heard there was them gunshots down on Wilder Street. But meanwhile, Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Brewers are right off the highway. You don't have to go anywhere that you don't want to go. People across the state have stories about, I thought I was going up north. I went on the wrong highway and I didn't know what to do. They should have, they, they catered to these people that take buses twice a year, get fucked up on the bus before they even enter the stadium, pass out in the parking lot, never make it into the game, never give a dollar to the brewers. They cater to those people instead of the hardworking people of the great city of Milwaukee. So fuck the brewers. It's like three miles Thank west. you. Thank you. That's a big three miles. No, you don't even feel like you're in Milwaukee. You get to see the skyline. You get to go scurry through Waukesha to go home. People talk about. I mean, I stopped. I hey, wow, Milwaukee's such a big city. I stopped at the corners of Brookfield. That's. I mean, that's true. Oh yeah, how many people there were named Pam or Susan? Forty fucking percent. Fuck you. So you're right. As someone who grew up near Eau Claire, we always stayed. We stayed at a hotel in Brookfield. We stayed at the Sheraton right off Blue Mountain. But also, I'm with Paul. The stadium's not. People talk about it like it's an Economowoc. It's 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 a hop, skip, and a jump right onto the freeway. You're downtown in four or five minutes. Without Nobody goes that way. That's what? not my fault. That's not my. That's not my fault. Don't get mad at us. That's not my fault. That I'm saying if you're coming. To a Bucks game, you are spending dollars in Milwaukee. Correct. If not for the Bucks themselves, the surrounding area, which the Bucks have been smartly trying to also own, smart. The Brewers, you're only giving money to them. You're not pumping gas in Milwaukee. You're not eating in Milwaukee. They do so little for Milwaukee. It's in Milwaukee. This is such a weird take. I don't think it is. It I think is. a lot of people will agree with me on my hatred and rage. Okay, not the but, hatred and rage. Some of the things you're saying are correct in that people will come to town for a weekend and stay in Waukesha or stay in Brookfield and never want to go in the city. But not everyone in the state loves going into the big city. There are a reason that people are coming from Rhinelander or Wausau. Well, Milwaukee's not even that big of a city. But it is. But it, but it is. I know you're from Fondy. Paul, I don't know where you're from. I I can speak to this. I grew Fondy up in East. Okay. I grew up in a farm town of 15, 16,000 people. 
And when you come to more, it's unlike any other place in the state. So there are some people who just want to go to a brewer game and they don't want to do the big city. They don't parking when there's any sort of traffic or if there's a one-way freaks, but people struggle to, I watch. And what I'm saying is the brewers prioritize them over city boys like me. And they probably should. You live in Shorewood, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I, think, I live in I think- Shorewood. I, my, you motherfucker. I go, I go on to like buy shit online and I put in my Shorewood address and the companies are always like, we don't recognize this address. And I type in Milwaukee and they're like, okay. And I, I know I live in Shorewood. So like, let's not be like, oh, I've been downtown. <laughs> but there, I mean, I could be six blocks the other way and I'm on the east side. Can I say Milwaukee then? But you're not. You could be two miles away from American Family Field and you'd be downtown. But you're not. No! I'm, not I'm not disagreeing with you. I understand what you're saying. And this is why on my show last week, I said, if we, if we want to put this all on Milwaukee, because Robin Voss, I think I read somewhere, was like Milwaukee should pay more. I agree, but also Brookfield and Waukesha and the five-county areas, they benefit from the brewers just as much as the actual downtown area. So those areas need to be a part of this as well. I 100% agree with you. Brookfield I mean, I, and Waukesha and Ozaki, those counties should pay more than Milwaukee County. Prob- honestly, like probably. I'm not as angry about it as you are. I, you're <laughs> mostly right, though. But also, like, we talk about America. I was literally thinking this in my car leaving Milwaukee this week. And I'm like, people talk about American Family Field like it's in Ionia. And it's not. It's just right around the corner. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time. I know the exits. I know all the exits. <laughs> yeah, as long as we can conclude that Bart doesn't live in Milwaukee. I'm fine with any other conclusion we come this to. Came up, this came up. Was it in a Twitter space where you had, like, a multi-installment fight with someone? It was maybe with Tim. Is it with Tim? It doesn't matter whatever whatever but being being from milwaukee proper was is very important to bart and then when people try to say that no he's no it's not i'm in from yes, Jordan, and i grew up in fond du lac and i but i feel like i feel like um shorewood and west dallas and greenfield and new berlin maybe not new berlin I was in White Cut Hey, Bayview. Well, Bayview's Milwaukee. But we can say, like, we're a lot more Milwaukee than Waukesha is. Sure. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You might be more Milwaukee, but you're still not Milwaukee. You go right down Oakland. You're right there. And if you go six blocks the other way, you're in Mexico. Or whatever. You're Whitefish Bay. So, like, you know, like, I don't know. Charlotte's pretty small pretty dense it's the dentist as a it's the dense densest most dense per uh square mile in the state really mm-hmm. population wise hmm. whitefish bay can't be too far behind can it I, I don't think it is uh but pat Connaughton's building apartments in shorewood they're almost done i went to whitefish bay for the first time this weekend it was very nice home of Craig yeah. Council. I told Bart that we were at the same park. Weren't they we? got to do something with Silver Spring. It is too fucking busy. The turning on there is atrocious. I just like how mess. the things you care most about are actually Bayshore. You should not be able to drive through there. The roads are so tiny. It's the whole city. Driving in Milwaukee is, in, they should redo every single road in that town. Every They should shut it down for a year and redo the entire city. I agree. Full disclosure, I thought that topic would take six to nine, six to ten minutes, give or take. 
my main take is with everything I've said, I, I feel like I've thrown a lot of, uh, you know, meat on the sandwich here. But what I want you to actually eat is that the Milwaukee Brewers. It's the Wisconsin Brewers. They cater more to the people outside of the county than inside. But 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 isn't it? And this is like what we get in when we do stadium. If talk. there was a parade for the Brewers, it'd probably be down College Avenue in fucking Appleton. <laughs> isn't the whole point tailgating? That's that's what we love. But no one does it anymore. They don't. Not to the extent that they did. I drove by Sunday when I had to work. That parking lot was half full at twelve thirty. Nobody wants to tailgate anymore. You should have tailgating spots. It's part of the, you know, it's great. But you drove, so you drove by one time. You have one anecdotal example, and now people don't no, tailgate a as lot much of times. I'm just talking on the last four days. <laughs> I like riling you up. It's my favorite. I shouldn't be able to drive by a Brewer game 20 minutes before first pitch, and like traffic's green. I'm only gonna ask you topics from now on that I know for a fact trigger you. And then we're just going to just, rather than having like five topics that are like, we're just going to do one and gets you really fiery. Well, who's, who, how did Rick get that job? Honestly, hold on. Let's, let's, let's say this back. If, if you're saying they're the Wisconsin Brewers, I would argue that that's the right thing. They, they should be the Wisconsin, they should be the Wisconsin Bucks. They should be the Wisconsin Packers. Mm-hmm. Like, why, I don't, why would you not want, if, why would you not want to have as much of an audience? sector as you possibly can you'd want to do that that doesn't I'm i don't keeping... like when teams go state over uh city but i mean there's more people breaking news there's more people that live in a state than live in a city like yeah but you have to be a real fucking idiot if you're not like who do i root for i live in wisconsin but i don't live in green bay yeah i'm with bart on that i don't hmm. think it matters okay so well I... but it does matter because i was gonna Florida say went to miami to try to get more of the miami crowd because nobody in Miami cared, but Phoenix went to Arizona. The Phoenix Cardinals became the Arizona Cardinals because they didn't think they had enough of Phoenix or enough of Arizona. The rest of the state is a whole lot of nothing. No offense to Arizona. Who are they catering? It's the desert in Phoenix, and that's all it is. Scottsdale. But that's Phoenix. It's all Phoenix. I mean, it's the same. So then it's all Milwaukee. No, it's not. No, it's not. I know, I know. It's Phoenix never- is all Phoenix, though. Cone can speak to this. Get Cone to talk about this. I know. All right. Second Brewers topic, one that probably won't elicit as passionate of an an answer. Given the Brewers were in first place, and by the way, Grant, right? It's Memorial Day, so we can now talk about this. We can. The Brewers are in first place in the Central, 28 and 25 as of this recording. So they're in first place, but the record's kind of meh. But they have so many injuries. And they have the 27th ranked offense in May. 27th ranked offense, a ton of injuries. So they're in first, but a lot of injuries, and the offense is terrible. But you're encouraged by the first third, the third way mark of the season. The fact that their injury bit, the fact that their offense stinks, and yet they're still in first is encouraging. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. I'll go first. Yeah, you're you live in lacrosse, so Brewers are more your hometown team than me. <laughs> Loggers opened their season last night, by the way. I wish I could have gone, but I was busy. Um, you are right that this topic will not get nearly as much engagement from Bart. He's going to tune out for the next five minutes, and that's okay. Um, no, I'm not. It's more of a it's more of a 
it's more of a testament to how bad the rest of the division is and maybe how bad baseball is as a whole. The whole NL is bad. Yeah. There's two I, good teams. Yeah. Like, sure, they're in first place, and that's great. But, like, what's their record in their last 25 games, 30 games? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're treading water, okay, fine. But it's more about how the rest of the division is bad, which I guess is encouraging because that makes you feel better about the chances of your own team. But it's not some awe-inspiring, scrappy, fight-and-claw team. It's just the rest of the division sucks. So and then the part guy, B, I want Bart to answer both parts, Grant, but then the part B to that is, so given that, the Brewers should go for it to the extent that that means not considering trading any of their pending a year and a half from now free agents. Like they, they should, they should be buyers. They should be going, like they should be taking advantage of this crappy nationally. They should go for it in whatever sense of the phrase that might mean to you. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. It's funny that the first thing you said was they should go for it in the sense that they don't trade any of their guys away. Well, like, like because that- that's what it means for the Brewers to go for it is to not trade Burns and to not trade, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think they missed the boat a little bit. It's not that they couldn't go on a run this year, but their young guys are too young. All of their vet, their vets are the guys who are in their prime are hurt, except for Burns. who's not pitching very well. It just, but then again, how many teams have we said that about? We thought that about the Nationals a couple of years ago. So it's, right. it's May, it's May. This is an impossible question to answer. Ah, but it is Memorial Day, so I was allowed to ask it. True, and I mean, this is this is when, yeah. So I was thinking that there's not enough uh, stakes right now. I was I was saying it was hard to get into the team because there's not enough stakes. And um, speaking Omaha, of stakes, Omaha stakes or speaking of stakes, uh, speaking of stakes, Omaha stakes. You guys want to hear something real quick? I do. Yeah, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. I'll mute uh, shit. Yeah, maybe if you want to close your eyes and just like. Uh, imagine Peter that's the sizzle some burgers on the grill from Omaha steaks no lie got it right right there had those bad boys the other night omahasteaks.com promo code bart if anybody wants to go on reddit and look for a good uh omaha steaks deal you want to put that out there 30 dollars off the packages promo code bart great gift for father's day my fucking lord um, so what I was saying was everybody's kind of bad, you know, they can all like, you can all get hot towards the end, but then I was thinking it's going to be pretty jam packed at the end. A lot of these teams are still in it. The Phillies are, you know, a couple games under 500, the Mets right around there, the Padres, a few games under as well. The giants just a few games above. If, if all these teams are in it now, What's not to think that all these teams will be in it later? So the further separation you can do before the mad rush towards the end, I, I, I'm almost starting to think the stakes have never been higher. Ooh. So I'm going to be uh, nuts to the guts over this Blue Jays series. Absolutely. Nuts to the guts. Nuts to the guts. I've never heard that phrase before. Is this a Bart original? Yep. All right. Nuts to uh, the so, the, so you're encouraged? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm, Bart, nuts to the guts. Looking it up, nuts to the guts. Uh, it's pretty common, actually. Gross. Okay. Uh, in Men's Health, there's an article from a few years ago that says the best way to do kegels, men should do them too, and you should be lifting your nuts to your guts. <laughs> so, all right, uh, that's the 
stretches your imagination. Uh, um, you're, you're encouraged by this. I mean, they're 28 and 25. They're in first place, but they are, they're off instincts and they're all hurt. But you're still encouraged. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, and I would like to say a special farewell to Luke Voigt, the uh, 2023 version of Brad mm-hmm. Nelson. Yeah. Do you remember Brad Nelson, Paul? He had a great spring yeah. training and basically played his way on the roster. Oh, eight, like oh, nine, one of the seasons. It was like one for 23 or something at the start of the year. Absolutely terrible. I mean, this yeah. is what you guys wanted. You guys wanted Luke Voigt over Keston Hira. You guys said there's no way you can't have Luke Voigt on the roster. We need that power. Okay. Well, Am I start. taking crazy pills with Keston Hira? I feel like Chuck McGill in Better Call Saul. When everyone around me is like, Jimmy's the best. We just need to keep, let Jimmy do the, how Jimmy much, Cook. how much of Keston here do we need to see? I'm not, I'm not hating. It's just like, he lights it up in AAA. He comes up here and he strikes out nonstop. And then eventually. Let him bat, let him, let him play consistently. Can he be worse than, can he be worse than Winker? Probably not. Yeah, Winker's terrible. Winker hasn't been good. That you Winkler having problems again. Yeah, right out there for Winkler. I would give Kesson here another go at it. He's mm-hmm. more deserving of the L in his name than I am, if you catch my drift. Oh, oh well done. Because he's a loser. Mm. I'm glad I'm not in the clubhouse. I'd have been like, hi, I'm Bart Winkler. And he'd be like, we're not, <laughs> that's not the same name. As a matter of fact, mine's similar. He'd be like, I don't care. <clears throat> we don't have the same name. I'd be like, kind of. He'd be like, who fucking let you in here? All right. Uh, any other thoughts? Otherwise, that can conclude the Brett and Tosa portion of the Please Come Back to Barnes podcast section of the show. I was like, no, Brett can do what he wants. He, he can go listen to you know Chuck <clears throat> for 20 minutes every day on his quickies. That was pretty good Brewers discussion. I'm proud of that. Yeah, we didn't really talk about the team, though. Well, I would. Ho- I was hoping you were going to expound a bit on like going for it and you're encouraged, but you didn't really take that. No, and Brett, you did. And no. I said that. And I said that before I gave you my answer. I said, there is back. nothing that, that that has happened. And then Bart that has said, changed no. me from thinking that they should continue to go for it. Sure. I saw a Brett and Tosa tweet where he's like, signing Julio Tehran means we're trading Burns, Woody, and like, what are you talking about? I don't know. You have to ask Brett. Remember when uh, Adamus <laughs> got booed? Or Freddie got booed, and everyone went. I mean, can we, can we, why do we try to be so fucking high and righteous? Right, if you're, you're gonna have a take about booing, just don't. Why not? But you fuck off. <laughs> you already covered this topic. Right. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I, I, have, a, I have a follow-up to your Brewers bit of May 29th, 2034. 
How'd you yeah, feel I about that? Your... Missed. Yeah, I felt that missed. You think I, it missed? I got a kick out of it. Eh, you could have skipped it and gone on with your day. Yeah, probably. But I want to build on it. I want to build on it. It's May 29, 2034. Giannis just announced his retirement. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. From, the, from the time the Bucks fired Mike Budenholzer back in 2023, the Giannis-led Bucks have been to one additional NBA Finals, which they lost in six games, to mm-hmm. the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh. They also went on to one additional Eastern Conference Finals in those final 10 years of Giannis's career. All right, so he plays 10 more years. It's 10 years in the future. They go back to a Finals that they lose. They make one additional Eastern Conference Finals. We will look back on the amazing Giannis run fondly. It will have been a successful 20-year Giannis career in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. Can I go first? Please. Why do we do this? Because Thank Christ. Why are we other, doing every other time I go on Twitter during a heat game? Can you even say the word Giannis anymore without mentioning Rogers? Legacy. legacy. It's about his legacy. Like we're like I'm a teacher with a, a report card and I have to change and I have to add to it every. Oh, the heat. Yeah. You night. failed a test in fourth grade. You are not graduating. What with the heat one what last night? Guy? What does that mean for Giannis's legacy? I nothing. I don't give a, I don't give a dang. I, j- I just don't. We're so <laughs> obsessed with legacy, and yet it's the people who are like, we're all so obsessed with rings. It's that same crowd that like needs to edit players' legacies every other day. So so, so full disclosure, Bart, you said in our text message thread that you're gonna do a topic where you fast forward and the brewers have moved and they've been gone. And I believe I responded with you fucking prick. Because I didn't like the topic. I think it was mean. I don't want the Brewers to move. I don't even want you to like venture what that would mean. But so I decided to capitalize on the the moment and at least play out the scenario. I, I guess I'm just thinking of like, you know, what, what, what honestly, what made me think of it was Giannis's reported involvement in Adrian Griffin being hired. Right? God, I mean, I just don't even care. But no, but like if Giannis, if this is what keeps Giannis here, I think we all agree that that's, well, most people I think agree that if it keeps Giannis in Milwaukee, then have a say in the coach. But like, what is like, what did the next five years, 10 years have to look like? I want to tell you something. Because Uh, I would just say if if Philly, Philly gets Nick Nurse, right? And like Adrian Griffin doesn't mean he's not as good or better of a head coach than what Nick Nurse is or will be but he was his assistant and like, he's never been a head coach before. Like I would think if you're a Sixers fan, you're like, Oh, great. Like the, we got this, this great coach. Now maybe he's a hard ass and maybe he's going to overplay Embiid. But if you're the, like, if, if you're a Philly sports podcast, you're talking about Nick nurse and you're talking about like, wow, like we just got this. He just won a title, you know, four years ago and he was a great coach and blah, 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 blah. And like the bucks, you have to say Adrian Griffin, like, wait, he was an assistant where? And and who like, so it's just such a different universe that I think if you're going to give the decision-making power or at least a portion of it to Giannis, then you have to attach the upcoming success or possibly lack thereof more to Giannis than you otherwise would have if they wouldn't have hired his guy, right? Am I off base? But also on the assistant with the Nick Nurse thing, it's a side note, but Bucks fans would way rather have Charles Lee or Darvin Ham than coach Bud. Why are we acting like it's like it's it's a no go to hire an assistant over that? It's not. Oh, it's okay. Not. I, but but I, but there's more. But there's more certainty 
there's more sure. like you you know what you're getting. And I did talk Which to some people. Which could also be a bad thing. That could be a bad thing. It absolutely can. Like there were plenty of jokes I saw on Twitter of like what Embiid's knees are going to look like after playing 44 minutes a night by April because Nick Nurse overplayed him all regular season. Like there's valid criticisms. We just don't know what those criticisms are yet of Adrian Griffin unless he's the first flawless coach since Eric Spolstra. <gasps> um, but it's just like, I don't know. I just think this opens up a window of discussion for – Giannis having the involvement. This is really like, like I don't like every time in the past they fire Jason Kidd. Oh, Giannis is pissed. Oh, they do this move. Like Giannis is kind of frustrated. But now this is, unless I'm forgetting something, the first time that he's had a really strong. Stand. I'm okay with Giannis having the involvement. But then yeah. it's going to attach, but, but then the success is even further attached to him or, sure. or the failure. Yeah. Or the failure. Sure. sure. Yeah. Sure. I am more than comfortable having the conversation about Giannis, failure, success at the end. I, I would like to do it at the end. Uh, with Rodgers. So I'm wondering, but, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. A lot of, like, a lot of that came at the end. I mean, the, oh, he's only won one Super Bowl. And you can look at Giannis and say, well, he's only won one NBA Finals. But you're talking about a 38-year quarterback and a 28-year uh, star now, yeah. Does Giannis impact a game more than Rodgers? Uh, yes, it's the nature of the sport. Um, Giannis is not getting like a pass for being hurt or going thirty-eight and twenty in that game, game five. He's getting criticized for going ten for twenty-three from the line, which is a totally fair criticism and area of the game that. He needs to work on, uh, and we thought everyone it did get better. By the way, which everyone acknowledges, and yet there's a nobody portion. says he doesn't. I mean, if you need us to harp on it more, I guess. Hold, but hold I don't... him accountable, Bart. I need you to hold him accountable on your fucking. But this, this is where we're at in Giannis's. This is where we're at. He won a championship, yep. and then it's been a couple of years since he won a championship, so the backlash gets created again. This is why I really, truly believe of all the coaches that are. Um, you know, in the NBA, did you hear this great segment, Grant, on Zach's show? There are only six coaches in the NBA that were hired prior to COVID. Wow. Wow. And one of those was hired in February of 2020. Finch? No, the, he was after. With the Wolves? NBA coaches, Wiki. Also, yeah. Craig Council is the longest tenured manager in the National League. A lot of people don't know that. In the National League. Who has invested in the American League? Popovich was uh, actually before Y2K. Okay. Uh, oh, Spolstra, Kerr, Malone, Taylor Jenkins, and oh. then J.B. Bickerstaff came February 19th. Oh. Every other coach in the NBA, and there's five vacancies, have been hired after COVID. That's actually the, the lowest in any sport, even hockey, which if you start 0-5, you get fired. Uh, no matter yeah. how good you are. So what I think that means is like, well, who are the coaches that stayed a long time? Popovich, because that's a totally like yeah. Belichick, different scenario, different yeah. plane. Spolstra, who LeBron, I guess, argued to have fired at mm -hmm. times. Yes. And allegedly mm -hmm. that may have been why he left. But that's one guy in Pat Riley sticking with his guy. And so, also he wasn't he wasn't held responsible for all the years where they didn't do jack shit. Which, but then the next guy, Steve Kerr, like if Steve Kerr wins a title and then wins a second one, but then hasn't won a title since 
Like if he didn't win a title after they got beat when they were up three one, he's not still the coach today with the Warriors. If they so if they didn't get Kevin Durant, he's not still the coach of the Warriors. You don't think? It's essentially, if they, Dur- if they lose that series where they win seventy three and nine and then never win again, and then don't get Durant, therefore probably. We could argue, but if they don't get, Durant, I don't think. I don't think he's. If he only won two, because what happens is the backlash comes in. You need to, and that's what we're seeing in these NBA playoffs more than anything. Teams with that Kerr like, even with Kerr this postseason, I saw a lot of it. Yeah. Well, with Kerr, and then they're gonna have to make a trade, and now Bob Myers is stepping down because he knows and he doesn't want to be the one to do it, mm-hmm. uh, which is smart. Um, coach fired in in Phoenix. Coach fired in Philly. Coach fired in Milwaukee. None of them know who they're gonna hire next, but they have to make a change. Yeah. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they cannot both make max deals in Boston. That will be a problem. Because it would be, gonna... be $120 million a year for two players. $120 million. Like, if you're not getting to this point, you're going to make moves. And with Giannis, if you want to have these conversations about the legacy and, and is one title good enough, right now where we stand in 2023, Yes. With how many, how long has he played? 10 years, eight, nine years. Yep. He took a franchise that was irrelevant. They won a championship. They haven't been back. They probably could have had a couple more. Like in, 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 you know, they could have had a couple more. I, as a Bucks fan and everyone's different, but I, as a Bucks fan, I'm satisfied with the one championship. If Giannis retired today, I'm satisfied with the one championship. So I think you guys took this as, if he plays another 10 years and doesn't win another, well, then come age 35 of his career, then I'm probably saying the same shit that I'm saying about Rodgers. Like, he only won one. How could we have wasted such a talent? But there's so much time. Like, in 2030, what the fuck is the world going to look like? I don't know. I just think that, you know, some people wake up thinking about legacy. I don't necessarily. No, so I think you guys took this, and I understand why, as a legacy topic. I actually was thinking of it as an expectations topic. What, like, what do you expect of the 2023-24 bucks for the 2024-25 bucks for the 2025-2026 Well, what made me sad was people, I saw this tweet, uh, I think Izzy Gutierrez. I saw this. Nuggets over. I I saw that. Over the heat, because someone's like, anyone that says Nuggets heat, you're lying. And then he's like, no, I, I did. But then all the other predictions were bucks over, bucks over, bucks over in the yeah. NBA Finals. And I did have a moment when I was just doing a quick post game. Uh, like, I was happy that the Heat won. And then I was like, fuck, you know, sure. Could have been the Bucks. But so, what, what are your expectations? For the I, would like, I would think that they should win. Uh, they should win one in the next three years. Yeah. Okay. So you're answering the question then, just in a different path than what you thought it was being asked in, which is like, they need us to come up there and say failure. It wasn't a failure, which so stupid. If they don't win a title in the next three years, I feel that is a definite failure. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you answered the you, yeah. Right now, I'm satisfied that he won one title, and yeah. if he, you know, uh, Luke Luke Keekley's his way out of here, retires early. Okay. But if he's going to stay another five, six, seven years, if he's going to sign another contract and we just get one title over Adianas, then we can start looking harder at what, where did they fail there? Where did they fail there? Was that coach the right decision? Yep. You know, and I'm that. willing to see what's going to happen with Adrian Griffin. Yeah. And, you know, I saw one guy on Twitter the other day being like, we just don't have enough. Like he's he wants right now to know if this is a good hire or not. Like he needs right. to know right this second. 
because you know the nurse gets tired in Philly and people want to nurse and they're but maybe it's time for the uh, you know maybe it's time for the assistant to spread his wings. Sure. I don't know. I'm willing to see if it doesn't work then we'll rip on it. If it works then it's good. I just I don't know how you can make the decision right now. Yeah, I, I just want to be clear. I just I looked at it as like an expectation. So grand. It's like me in May 1st saying I'm not going to drink for 30 days and then someone automatically saying, "Well, based on his history, he's not going to do that. He's he's a failure." Well, bitch, I just did it. Almost. You're almost there. And now I'm going to get fucked up tomorrow. There's 31 days in May, so. Well, it's the May 31st, Paul. Ah, true. Sorry. Um, so, Grant, it's not a legacy question. It's an expectations question. What, do you, what, what are your expectations for the next three to five years? Get back they, to win another title at some point. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So, if they don't do that, it will I'm glad, be. I'm glad, and I'm not mocking your question. I'm glad we've all understood that now, so we're ready to take on the next five years together. I just, we can go year by year, and we don't have to. I don't know. Oh, I see, I don't know. If it, I don't think I agree with that. I think every decision that they make should be made with this year, but also four years from now in mind. Don't you? One could argue that hiring Adrian Griffin instead of Nick Nurse might have been a move with the next four to five years in mind, and not just the one or two. As as the comparison that I made on Saturday's post game show live in front of Pfizer Forum or the the hiring special, I think that Nick Nurse is the Jim Harbaugh of the NBA, and I think he's a, a really good fit in Philly. Philly's a very transient, very transactional. New guys every year. You're they don't have the stable thing that the Bucks have had. The Bucks have had that same group. They've stuck with it. The Sixers have rotated other guys in. I think they need the coach that's going to come in, kick ass right away. And if it only lasts two or three years, fine. The Bucks probably weren't looking for that. That's a really good take, Grant. Good for you. Thank I like that. I agree with that. What does it mean um, for Giannis's legacy? Nick Nurse getting hired in Philadelphia. We can do. We can do that next week. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> All right. Um. Two more quick ones, and they're Packers. Okay. We can do the 10 seconds on this. We can do 10 minutes. It's up to you. Uh, I think we, I think we all agree on where the Packers are at and what like the 2023 objective should be for the Green Bay Packers and what the ceiling likely is. So given that DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent signed DeAndre Hopkins mm-hmm, or mm-mm. no, why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- this is what I thought the answer was going to be. Let me be clear. I will echo and say, mm-mm, no. Unless they feel like the room needs a veteran presence and a really, really good veteran presence. But why would you sign from here? You've got you've got the Packers on Memorial Day weekend hanging out. You got Christian Watson chasing down Simone Biles. That's great content. That just is. I mean, I let mean the that. young guys play. You didn't you didn't get rid. I agree let with the, you, by the way. I agree with you. We are not winning a Super Bowl this year. I know that's weird for Packers fans to understand. That's Especially after how many they won over the last decade. It's really going to be really <laughs> Don't make any moves that are like trying to help you win a Super Bowl because you're not going to. DeAndre Hopkins needs to, and I said this on Zach Gelb's show, uh, he needs to go to Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo needs Hopkins. Mm-hmm. But obviously I'm sure you've Josh had- Allen and Haley Steinfeld. Dating. I, I saw this. Really? I don't know how I feel about her. I don't really know her of anything other than the movie Bumblebee. What else has she done? She's in Pitch Perfect 2 and she's in Hawkeye. She's, oh, okay. she's got some good songs. Back before Pop Radio used to be TikTok sound effects. But I feel like she was created out of like uh, like if Disney could put together someone. Oh, you're saying a record label came up with an artist and gave her a I feel like Haley songs. Steinfeld and these are the important things. Is more of a. She's more of a. I don't know. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? 
She's like Hold 23 on. years old. I, we, we, we can't. Uh, you got to be. You got to be 30 before I have an opinion on you. Although, how old is Janelle Monet? Uh, Monet. I think she's old enough. 37. Oh God. She's th- my God. She is just gorgeous. Speaking of music, Bart, I was at a record store this weekend, and they had a lot of Death Cab on vinyl, and I almost, you know, I was gonna get you a little, but then I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. But I did think of you. Let the record show. Uh, Death Cab is Let my favorite band, show. but yeah. I do need to be in a mood. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Jay Busby for Yahoo Sports wrote this morning. Should the Celtics get more credit for coming back the way they? I mean, why are we fucking doing this? Did I did see, I did, did see a tweet, credit. and maybe Bart, I saw this because you retweeted. I'm, I'm not sure, but it was a a banner being raised for the Celtics that said they nearly did the impossible. That was ESPN tweeting that. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, there you go. And you're like, yeah. But I'm surprised that ESPN would be so. They didn't though. They did. They didn't though. That thing Someone is, was like, "Doris Burke, get the uh, password." Can uh, that's funny? Can I answer the DeAndre Hopkins thing? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Nick Nick Wright on First Things First talked about this is yesterday. I was driving back from. I was watching YouTube clips. I had a lot of time in the car, which is maybe why I enjoyed Bart's segment more than everyone else, is because I literally had fuck else to do and to listen to. But <laughs> usually, when I'm most enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, he was talking about the idea of, cause he's a chiefs fan of his chiefs getting Deandre Hopkins. And he's like, you have all these young guys. They need to play. They need to learn. They need to grow. Right. And bringing in Deandre Hopkins to play a bunch of reps at one position is going to stunt that. I don't believe that Randall Cobb being in green Bay prevented Amari Rogers from being great. I, I don't, I, there's some Packers who think oh, that. I think, uh, I think Matt LaFleur did and Aaron Rodgers did. So. Maybe, maybe there were extenuating circumstances. I think there's an opportunity cost from a, 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 with leadership, right? When you have Mercedes Lewis and Al Lazard and Randall Cobb and all these guys, and you have them on the roster, not because they're pro bowlers and they're great, but they're good leaders, they're good voices. That's, that's cool. But having those guys there also prevents who could be the next great leader who was drafted a year ago or two years ago. There needs to be a void for those guys to step up. And that's one of the biggest things that I'm looking forward to finding out at OTAs and at training camp is now that Lazard and Lewis and Cobb and, of course, Rodgers, who are gone, who are going to be the next two or three voices, vocal vocal leaders, ideally, because we've had these leaders like Randall Cobb and Rodgers, like they lead in their own way. They're not rah-rah guys. This is what we've said about these guys for years. I would like a rah-rah guy. I would like a vocal, fiery leader and this year, there's a little bit of a vacuum because some of those guys have moved on. And I'm interested to see who steps up and fills that vacuum. So it's it's not just about reps and playing on the field. It's about the personality itself of a team and, and having room for the next generation of guys to to kind of fill that void. Yeah, I do think it's, it, Bart, you mentioned it, and I'm not, I'm not sure how serious you were. It's always hard to tell with you, uh, <laughs> quite frankly. But like the Simone Biles, Christian Watson race, in a very like odd anecdotal way, like that's what I think of as like the new Packers, like this new generation of Packers leadership is like a bunch of dudes in their early to mid twenties, just kind of hanging out. And where was that? Was that Door County or was that Green Bay? Um, just kind of racing with with their, you know, gymnast, Olympian uh, partners and spouses. Like it just like it just is like this young like Grant. You could relate to it much better than the old dudes here in, in on this on this call. Oh yeah. Um, but like, yeah. yeah, no, but seriously, like I, I think of this as like this new generation of what Packer hangouts look like, you know, um, which Aaron Rodgers. Meanwhile, I have a topic about this to, while we conclude. It's like, 
you know, he's at MetLife screaming, the Jets win the Super Bowl as Taylor Swift leaves the stage and he's there with, um, you know, people from the cast Miles of Ozark. How weird is it that he, he, was there with got, Ruth, he was also there with Ruth Langmore. He got Miles Teller in he the break. From Ozark, the, the girl from Ozark. Oh, her name is Ruth Langmore in the show. What's her in the show? Name? What's her? Well, I know it. It's on the uh, show. Yeah, you can, I don't know. I, I, I'll look it up. Yeah, one thing I thought, I thought that Rogers was hanging out with Miles. I'm Taylor. still here. I've just retired from talking about Rogers, so I'm taking my uh, Julia Garner. Julia Garner. I, I'm confused because I thought he was with Miles Teller in Hawaii because Miles Teller was friends with Shailene Woodley. Now Shailene Woodley's out of the equation, but Rogers kept Miles Teller in the breakup. I thought that was very bizarre. Um, yeah, yeah. The whole Taylor Swift, look, you want to like Taylor Swift, you can make your own choices. It's a free country and it's cool. It's good for them. I think the energy sans Lazard, Lewis, Rogers is different. And Bart, if you want to join back in for this, I think this is, I think you're safe in this conversation. I just think it's less retrospective. I, I think there's been a I lot. Don't. Of, it's too, uh, it's too. Rogers. No, 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 no. You're good. This, is, no. this goes, this goes to Paul's question. The last couple of years with Rogers and Cobb. I'm going to say things that I retired from. You don't have to comment at all. There's been this energy throughout the season and all of the steps pre and postseason where it's like, I don't know if this will be my last. You want to savor all these moments. Like this is very smelling the roses very yeah. much. And there's yeah. nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know if it makes for the, the loosest, most aggressive, most hungry environment to try to win a championship. Yeah. Right. I think you need to be a little young and dumb, if not an actual age, then at least in personality and in vibe. And I, I think they'll have a little bit of both this year. Of course, you also need the great players, but I think it got very stopped to smell the roses the last couple of years. And I think the removing that from kind of the the air around the team is going to help this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. Mm-hmm. Bart's back. Also, I don't think Rogers is really a Swifty. I think it's. You don't think what? I don't think Rogers is really a Swifty. You son of a bitch! You know I can't. come on, Bart. Take hey, his. You know I just like that. I got to watch on the Jets social media account Rogers think deeply about which Taylor Swift album was his favorite to land pretty definitively on folklore. That was the content I didn't know I needed. Uh, and I'm very glad to have received it. Tracks knowing that he's a Bon Iver guy, like that would. He would like he would he would like the indie Swift stuff, yeah. Like Arcade Fire, like all of those weird. He, maybe War on Drugs. We could have a War on Drugs conversation. Would also live eh, less that, in the a, multi realm, but that, that's a band, by the way. People listening, yeah, uh, the War on Drugs. Uh, although Rogers is probably against the actual literal War on Drugs as well, I would assume. I like I, I like that most of his teammates were like <laughs> twenty two or like some one of like the popular songs. He's like anything off folklore. Anything off folklore. I just, I, I don't know. It's cool that he got to enjoy. Look, back-to-back nights of Taylor Swift at MetLife is cool. He's going to miss Florida, which is a free concert at Titletown. So, yeah, congrats on missing that. But I guess Taylor Swift at MetLife is fine. Okay, now I'm done, Bart. I just, I wanted to say that. So, Bart, Aaron Rodgers. I'm just kidding. No, he left again. Damn it. We just had him back, and then he left again. So dramatic. I said I retired. I'm not going to back down. I retired. Bodie's not going to go in. He's too busy fighting Tim. 
to have time to check. I retired from my own accord. That's all so I got. I can't, I can't just That's rare in this industry. I, I just can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over. I already do that every Sunday. I do the same show on CBS. I don't, I don't know. I'm fucking... All right. That's all I had for you. Although I am off this Sunday. Oh, you need And you need a day. Do you need a day? I'm happy for you. But I am in for Gelb on Friday. That's nice. And the Brewers have a game during your show. When do they play on Friday? 410. It's an Apple TV game at 410. Whoa. That is... Oh, that is such a bummer. Ah, oh, I hate on a Friday too. Never miss a Friday show. Ah, oh, you're telling me I have to be done with work early. Oh, shit, 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 shit. That's the worst. I, it's not at all a good thing. And every minute that I'm not on the air, I, my, I, my, my heart eats itself on the inside. You know, I always worry though. How are people going to find the game when it's on Apple TV? Oh, that's going to be fun this week. Brewers are on Apple TV like seven times this summer, by the way. And how am I going to find it, any of those seven? I don't know. It sucks that Severance is, speaking of Apple TV, going through production challenges. Bart, you really get... Yes, now, you want to trigger me in part. It's so, it's just, it's so good. And I texted Bart like a month ago about the... And Britt Lauer, also a cutie. Britt Lauer? The redhead. Oh. Like the main girl on the show? Is that who that is? Yeah. Not that I judge women based on their looks. Not that I even define people as men or women. I was going to say. Um, she is like the only woman really in the main. But yeah, it's such a good show. And you got me into that. And I, I don't know. Like, all you do is watch Marvel. You actually found something good, respectfully. Although you like old sitcoms and all. You're pretty. You, you just watch a shitload of TV. So. No, I don't. I watch way little. I don't watch as much TV as you think. What are you saying about me? You watch a... What do you mean? You watch a lot of TV. Don't nod your head, Paul. I do not watch a lot of TV. Do you watch Survivor, by the way? I used to. Let me tell you this. I fucking... And then we're going to be done. I was, like, enraged the other day watching an episode of Law & Order. Dick Wolf has lost his fastball. I'm so fucking mad at this guy. So it's the new, it's the law and order. That's the traditional law and order. They came back. They have this episode where a guy is a kid. He's a boy, but he is a girl. And the dad's like, I don't have a daughter. I have a son. And he ended up killing the doctor who was giving him hormone stunting. And they kept showing the mom the entire 50 minutes of the first hour, like they kept showing the mom, they'd get her reaction and she wouldn't talk. And it was very telegraphed that the mom had a role in something. And they just kept showing every time they would show her, I'm trying to have a nice night with my wife and I'm just pant freaking out. And she's like, what is the deal? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I think I, honestly, I've noticed something guys not drinking has made me more angry. I was enraged about an episode of Law and Order because they kept showing a woman who was clearly involved, but they did. Ah. So they telegraphed the twist of the episode. Is what they telegraphed saying. the twist, but like they telegraph it. And then they're like, hey, just in case you missed, here's it again. And then they're like, hey, yeah. just for any. And then the, finally at the end, it was like, hey, hey, 
Get off your phone. This this lady's gonna be important. Yeah, that's a bummer. And then they're like, I knew. And then it's like, <gasps> yeah. So here's a suggestion: you you could just watch a better show. You know what I love is NYPD Blue. It's like Law and Order, but it's way older. And Dennis Franz and Billy, what's his name? That's such a good show. My dad got me into that. Oh, it's so fucking good. Love NYPD Blue. And Blue Bloods. That was Tuesday nights at 9 on ABC. This is, don't tell me you don't watch TV. Just because I know the primetime schedule from the top of my head from 1997. True. That's just a quirky, fun thing about you. That's not necessarily a, sure. Okay. I rescind. I rescind. Also, based on today's episode, in the future, we need to power rank Wisconsin exits on 94. I will knock, I will knock, I won't knock that topic out of the park. I will knock that topic's front teeth out. I will do that so well. Uh, And also just random TV shows. I like talking about it. I didn't know you ripped on house. You ripped on house in our group chat. You just kind of took it. Yeah, the house is fine. I I don't know if it was a top five doctor show. Oh, but maybe there's not that many to choose from. It's easily a top five doctor. What, the good doctor? Is that what you're going to throw that No, away? no, no. Here, I'll give you a real junk exit on 94. <laughs> um, I got to follow it on a map. The Cottage here. Grove pull is a good one. That is a very nice stop. Oh, the exit that's junk is New Lisbon. Uh-huh. It, is that the one with the BP and the McDonald's connect connection? It's on the right side. Well, they're both the right side. If you're going westbound, it's on the right side. Uh, that one's junk. Camp Douglas is junk. That's you're just, got a shitting, you're just shitting on my side of the state correctly, by the way, because everything deforest on Boston is elite. Well, you have Car Valley cheese, but it's hard to get. It's hard to turn left if you're trying to get to the Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Um, what Grant, other you ones? Grant, you like Linden the Station. Doesn't... Yeah, Linden Station is shit. You got to go to Forest, exit County County V. It's the most wait, elite exit in the entire state. Wait, wait. Grant, you seem like a guy. I'm getting the impression you, you don't use like map phone directions. You just go by like gut and feel, and you just turn because you know it. I've driven. I'm kind of getting that vibe, dude. I've driven to more. Because Grant, what Paul and I had to do when we were years ages. We would go to MapQuest and have to print out the direction. I did that when I was on our car. I remember there. doing that. I remember my parents. Di- we not- would have to. Hey, you guys think you can read Bill Simons on your phone? I used to have to print his sixty-page mailbags while I was taking a poo. <laughs> I I mapped out things on a map before MapQuest. I took a family. We took a family road trip to Florida when I was very little. We had a VCR that sat in between the captain's awesome. seats of the minivan and we had an atlas, a map book. I do remember, I, I called my friends in elementary school on a landline. Hello, Mrs. Smith, is John is John there? Could he come over and play? Just kidding, I lived in the middle of nowhere. There was no, no, there was no spur of the moment play dates for me. It was commuting to my friend's house. No, I but like, there. I don't know, if I drive four minutes, I'm gonna map it. Like on my phone, which oh, is God, not a good no. thing. Now I'm you're a city boy God, like God. me. I know the city like the back of my hand. Yeah, I don't I, know any. I don't know exit names. I don't know. Oh, I, mean, I know it all. You got to remember, I'm a retired DoorDasher. You're not You're just retired. I am kind of retired at 39. I don't ever see myself having a real job again. 
But Grant, do you if if you're going from Milwaukee back home to your how long is that? Five hours? Three. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It goes well, by in the blink of an eye. <laughs> it's long enough to get through Bart's shitty segments on his podcast, apparently. Yeah, um, I on my drive home yesterday. I listened to the the uh, prestige episode with Bill and Sean Fantasy about the succession finale, which I texted you guys about. And then I listened to half of a fish show, and then I listened to Bart's pod, and then I listened to some first take first sec first things first segments, and then I got back in range of WKTY and lacrosse, and I threw on my own best of show at four thirty because I wanted to listen back to the conversation I did with Bart. That's a good show. I wish I could listen to that show every day. The problem is I host it, so I don't get to enjoy it. That's my ah, biggest regret about my that's career. That's the problem. When you, so, when you host so, it's a good okay, show. Okay, so on this on this three-hour drive, do you plug in directions or do you do it on field? No, it's so easy. Well, he's done it so many times now. You don't need directions yeah. to get to lacrosse. What if, there's a, what, if, what if there's a traffic thing and it tells you, hey, you can save 10 minutes oh. because this is closed? Or like, Are you, you kidding me? I'm not kidding you at all. You want to talk? You traffic. need directions to get to like Miller Park. I would put them in to make sure that 43 is not closed. It's so no, far okay, out so there. When I go, when I go to work in Hales Corners, I will open up my map and just see like is one of the ways green. That, that's basically what I'm saying. So if it says like okay, it's oh, but then I like then I like put the phone away. I don't like have ways on. So it's not running on your drive. Just like, it's like, hey, there's an accident up ahead. But that's to get to somewhere on time. If I'm just like, I'm going to go across this evening, I don't give a fuck what I run into. You're, oh, you're, oh, you're oh, saving, you're saving pennies on a $100 purchase. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I go out my door. I get onto 2nd Street. And I take that to the Lacrosse Street intersection. I take Copeland to the north side of Lacrosse. Hop on 53 slash 90. I take 90 to Toma where it. Then so do you always go to exit three or do you ever go to exit five? Which one's five? Five is on Alaska. Do you ever go through the bluffs? No. no. Keep going. I want to hear your whole drive. No. I take that to 90 to 94. And then I take that right to the the Van Buren exit because I don't I don't like coming from behind. I like going straight into downtown and I take it right past the Honest Mural on the left. And I take a left on Juno right at the subway and I go down the hill. And I, I got a couple of key splits where you can then go back up 90. To Toma. <clears throat> well, you can, but he doesn't. My, my buddy, dude, listen to this. My buddy, and then then we're done. But my college roommate, great friend in my wedding. His name's Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I was gonna... But it, so he was like, yeah, uh, he visited sister in Eau Claire. Like his parents would come and they would. He yeah. would not do yeah. it. Yeah. And he's, like, oh. he's like, we had a great lunch in Toma. And I'm like, why the fuck are you going to Toma? If you you're going go to, to Eau Claire with 25 extra minutes. Because they stay on the highway. Just go up 93. Go up fucking, yeah, go up 35 or whatever the fuck it is. Go up 53 to 93, zip right through Arcadia. <laughs> and then you're right yeah, there on You had the no idea. Dumb shit. You you guys yeah. realize you're doing like the Wisconsin version of the Californians, where they oh, just like, oh, all they do oh, is you would never you would never. Here's what I did on Friday nights when I had to do uh, football games. I had to shoot football games oh. in small town Western Wisconsin. This is my kind of shit. Grant knows. Yeah, I would never. If I had a game in Desoto or Viroqua or Arcadia or Tripolo, oh. oh. I would never put in their directions. I would just drive to that city and look for the lights. It was a point of pride to not put the direction. That's how I knew where the game was. 
You know what school that won't work for, though? I can't imagine doing local TV in Madison and trying to cover an Edgewood game. You'd never find it. Bart, you would never find it because there are no lights. Mm. Bart, do you put in maps before you go do your Madison PA job? Not anymore. But what what if something is messed up on the road and you're late because you didn't put it in your freaking phone? Well, that's why I always give myself ample time to leave. Do you? Are you like an ample time guy? Failure to prepare, Paul? Prepare to fail. If I need to be there at 7, if the game's at 7, I my work starts at 6.05. I like to be there at 5.30, so I make sure I get there by 5.15, so I leave at 3.45. But to be clear, you are the same guy, in case you're wondering, like, why would I be so presumptive of your – you showed up at 5.59.45 for your 6 o'clock radio show. Well, that was a.m., and I was drunk. <laughs> so and it was more about the To support him in case he was a minute or two late. So you'd like to be early. And it's not it's like not I didn't it. prepare. I had things on tape to sound live if I was late. You were so prepared that you were prepared to be late having slept in. Guys, thank you so much for your uh, time today. We will hear from these two knuckle dicks later in the week, I believe. We'll see what happens. Other than that, may you both be blessed and cherished in your lives. Thanks for that. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.